This is for the nerves, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What is poppin' everybody and welcome back to another special episode of the <laughs> Only Friends Podcast. And Matt Berkey, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, you guys hear it, right? Yeah, it's not just you. <laughs> I heard it. I hate you all. I'm so sorry. Do, do you guys know that I didn't speak until I was four? Oh. No. We yep. can we can gather yeah, that. That makes, yep. that makes, that makes a lot of sense, sense, right? Yeah. So you guys are making fun of me as for my, um, what do you call that? Where? Oh, your disability my disability. Yes, yeah. I have a speech impediment. You guys make fun of me. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you how got do you guys feel about that? You got disability to make that bread, though. No, mm -hmm. We get it popping, though. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Conrad, both for your inability to pronounce special <laughs> <laughs> and your inability to bag chips. LMA9, wow. baby. Uh, wow. My Come apologies. Fallen soldier. R.I.P. This motherfucker puts chips in a bag for it's the okay. first time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Dance and dance on it. Dance bag. I got chips in a bag. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Chips in a bag. Chips in a bag. 169, that's nice. Matt's about to make... Day three twice. Matt <laughs> in the main. Is Matt in the main? We I get fucking hate you. Sarah Hairbang. Hey, guys, guys, go, baby. You got bars today. Guys, listen. Guys, I, guys, I want guys, you guys. Fired up. You're ready to go. I want you guys so to know that I'm very happy for you. And, you know, I'm wishing the best for you guys. And I really hope you guys win. Losers. Losers. You get the swaps. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, they hate us because they ain't us. Motherfuckers. Oh, As man. you can tell, uh, Berkey and Landon bagged yesterday. And I am wearing beach attire. Well, uh. you'd be wearing beach attire anyway, but... Mm -hmm. Hey, Britt, you're, you're, you're in the Bahamas. You're doing a podcast for the Bahamas. You have a beautiful week ahead of you. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. Gratitude check. Gratitude yeah. check. Talk to the Gratitude. Talk to the Gratitude. We, I we hate are. you all. It's fine. You got some new merch from Poco.org? Look at this. That's right. It's popping. It's real popping. For real, for real. Very nice. Welcome, Sarah. I feel like we didn't have a chance to catch up yesterday. You had to kind of rush off. Mm -hmm. That's right. It, it was definitely not enough time yesterday. I gave us a little bit of extra time today. I okay. want to be deep in the Only Friends podcast today. We've got the runner coming on. I'm sure you guys have, Conrad, lots of questions. There will be lots of answers available, I hope. I have lots of questions. Conrad, is, it too, is it too late to get his platinum pass? Or? Yeah, like, I, to be honest, I was trying to figure out, I'm not sure if he bagged or not. When I saw him in the morning, he said, ah, it might be like plus EV for me to punt in this spot so I can spend some time with my family. And oh my of, like, God, how that insulting. Is, that is <laughs> not Here, using the PokerStars live app, you can actually check. So yeah. type, type in his name. Conrad, Conrad's wow. putting on his hood lawyer hat. He's, he's ready to interrogate this man. Mm -hmm. Do you know what his real name is? Slow uh, poker. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> his name is the slow last name poker. Yes. Wow. Middle yeah. name fake tortoise. I really don't know. Uh, I don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to do this thing for us where you're the runner? See, yeah, okay, like, cool. Little, the, the, uh, the, the people at poker.org did not know who this was. Uh -uh. <laughs> they still do not know who he is. He might not even be the runner. <laughs> he's just claiming runner. That's quite great. He's, he's actually uh, in the chat right now. Just, be, just beside himself that uh, Sarah doesn't know his name. Oh and my to be, to be To be fair, I also don't know his name. I did it to keep it real. Like, I'm a terrible liar. Terrible. And mm. people would ask me, do you know who it is? And I was like, I really don't. I really don't. But I kind of did, but not really. 
<laughs> I like that honestly. I like when someone doesn't know something, they just say I don't know instead of pretending like they know something. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a problem here? Well, this I'm was, sensing like This wasn't a trivia question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it kind of was, right? No, this is like do you have inside information type well, of thing? Well, if it was a trivia question, we'd actually have the right answer somewhere, which That's we don't true. have. <laughs> My default is to always be like, Yeah, yeah, I know. But then like right after I'm like, No, I'm I really don't want. <laughs> The best part is, is he's going to come sit right to your right. You can ask him in person what his name is. He can sweat. He can sweat me. Who knows? I don't. Maybe he doesn't want to have his real name out there. You know? Maybe not. Maybe this is a persona mm-hmm. that he has slow poker and he doesn't want us to know. Maybe he has a back, whole backstory that he doesn't even, you know, want people to be a part of. We, I've heard are, rumors. We are very slowly uh, turning into professional wrestling without Vince McMahon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like the industry as a whole is is just like quickly devolving into this uh male adult adult soap opera, but it doesn't have the puppet master and Vince McMahon to actually coordinate things and make it profitable. <laughs> That's what you think. Listen, um talking about soap operas and shit, you know, there was once upon a time that I saw somebody get call a hundred K on YouTube with Jack Four High, right? Last night I was Walking around the casino, and there was a whole bunch of poker players playing blackjack. And you know, I went to the table, I was just hanging out behind them, and then I watched the hand be played, and that same said person um, had like, I think it was either 12 or 13, I was walking by, you know, and I saw the dealer had a king. And then, you know, no, you would normally think you would see that, but I saw this. I have a real problem with that, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why either. She just seems to make negative EV decisions. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> the thing is, one plus one equals four, and that's all I figured out. That's all I know now. All right. That's why you're out of the main. Karin, Karin <laughs> put his hood lawyer hat on way too early in the episode. We oh, don't, don't have worry. the runner here yet. Don't worry. Slow, I'm coming for your ass. You're next. I'm just getting worked on. I hope he dresses up as a substitute teacher from the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Oh, my God, yes. Please. I can only imagine. He, I hope he comes in with a disguise. disguise actually, guys, 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 I thought it was the wife. Yeah, Conroe's 100% <laughs> certain that the runner was female. So, mm-hmm. If you guys saw the pre-production of the day where he was very convinced of who it was, and Matt and I both saying, maybe you're not right on this one. <laughs> the backlash and attack that I received from the man two to my left. I just told you to go fuck yourself and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's putting it. That's very putting mildly. it lightly. Oh, mildly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said I said it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I never said I said anything nicely. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, um, we talked about this like that. You're not a nice person. Yeah, and that's <laughs> yeah. your point. Yeah. What are we getting to? <laughs> I want to hear about your experience, Matt. Yesterday, I sat and watched at the very end of the day. You play a hand that seemed like it took glacially long, from my opinion. But maybe that was just how. Things were going that day against an old man coffee type person in maybe like the nine seat. Uh, uh, yeah. Big shout out to him. He's a fan. He watches. Uh, I don't... Oh my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You not just anymore. called him old man coffee. Not anymore. We just lost uh, one. Well, so it's funny because earlier in the day he had folded a set on a board where uh, folding is just absolutely not an option. Mm. Old man coffee. Uh, he was right. And, uh, no, I don't know if he was right or not. Um, but so he was facing like an 18k riverbed it was like level three into like a 25k pot and he had flopped the set of fours on queen six four and he just convinced himself that his opponent who check raised him on the flop had a set of sixes like that was it he was just positive of it tabled it uh so if he had called him been wrong he would have had like 12k left but folded left himself with 30k and i thought to myself like oh man that sucks like he was a nice guy he was chatting me up uh very complimentary 
I, I was a big fan. I wanted him to win the pot. I was like, he's never going to recover from this. <laughs> he bagged like 160,000. And the kid who, the kid who he folded to. I was like, he's doing okay. He's holding his own. The kid who he folded to has like 16K. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Like, you know what? Sometimes you just pass on uh, a, a spot if, you, like, if you're feeling it. You know, you trust your gut. First approved. But uh, after seeing that hand, obviously, anytime he puts chips in the pot, I am mortified. Yeah, he should be. Just <laughs> terrified. So mm -hmm. I'm telling this story to Landon. And uh, uh, we go through the action really quickly. He opens the, the cutoff for the hijack. Uh, you know, short construction going on behind us. Yeah. Uh, he opens the cutoff for hijack and uh, comes to me in the big blind. I have queens. And I actually debated not three betting. And I was like, okay, coward. Like, let's just, we're 100 blinds deep. Let's go for it here. But I three bet. He tanks for a very long, he's very methodical, but I have to say, like, I don't know how much studying he does, but it's clear that, like, he actually spends some time thinking about the game, because his sizes are very sharp, and he vocalizes every one of his bets, which clearly, to me, indicates that somewhere along the line, like, he made a mistake, and will never do it again. I kind of don't mind that. I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's smart. Like, it's, you can just fuck up sometimes and, like, misclick or whatever. Yeah. Now you prevent yourself from doing that. So he hits me with the four bet, and it's like... We had maybe seen six three bets the entire day at my table. Wow. Total. So, like, when he four bets me, I'm just, my hand just shrivels up very quickly. And I'm telling Landon, and he goes, fold, fold, just fold. <laughs> you can fold. And I'm like, honestly, I considered it. But, like, you know. You're never folding. I'm never folding. Let's be honest. So I call. It comes, like, king, king, five, or king, king, seven, something like that. Check, check, turn. Uh, nine of hearts, putting three hearts out. And I have the queen of hearts. Check, check again. River, brick, I bet, like, 10% pot, he calls, and I win. Oh, here we go, actually. Mm -hmm. We do have the action. And he took 100 years every time. And as, I mean, you took a decent amount of time, too. And both of you were still, like, statues. The whole, it was I, slow. Uh, it was slow poker. <clears throat> I didn't realize I, I played this hand slowly. It didn't feel slow to me. That's um, the fear. <laughs> He, he felt slow to me because I was anticipating him just, like, dropping a hammer on me at any given time. Mm -hmm. So like, I felt like I was acting relatively quickly, but when he would act, I'm just like, here it comes. He's going to bet 50K, and I'm going to have to absolutely fold queens on like this nothing board. But uh, no, we ended up winning it. That was a, that was a big pot. Propelled me up. Uh, it took me from like 120 to 175-ish, and it bagged 170. Yeah. You know, was your table day. also playing uh, glacially slow and never three-betting? I like this adjective, glacially slow. <laughs> glacially slow but yeah. honestly, no. There were a lot of three-bets. <clears throat> But honestly, when it came to yesterday, there was a lot of folding. And then uh, sometimes in a tournament, you get chosen to scam a couple people <laughs> where I just get in the three-way pot for a reasonable amount of big blinds from the collective uh, trifecta, if you will, where I just have aces on a button somehow. And then a cold, someone uh, four bet jams, the caller pre also calls off. So I'm just sitting there like, oh, cool. Hello. See ace, king, and queens. King high board, which is like a sure, and then we hold, and then get to like 170 and kind of hover around there. End the day with 155.5, coming back to big blind 1200. Yeah, they're rolling it back. Yeah, so the basically, structure is glacially what? slow. I sat there and I scammed them. Like sometimes what happens yeah. for you? Rolling the, the blinds back. Well, they they do a double level of 612. Oh, they did. They did that in the uh, yeah, the, yeah the small one. I they did a lot too. of double levels. They, they did, yeah, they the structures did, uh, here are amazing. Fucking remarkable. I was, you know, I, I signed up for a turbo, and then it was like they got to the five one thousand level, and then they did five one thousand again, and then they did two levels of six twelve. Yeah, so it was like essentially like they like forty minute levels. Well, they do it so that uh, at the end of late reg, 
you still have 20 bigs. You still have 20 bigs, Which right? I think is, yeah. like, really mindful. Mm -hmm. And um, it works out for where the break ends that you do the color-up as well. Which yeah. Man, I played such a weird hand yesterday, and I, I feel sick still. And since I busted, I feel really sick about it. It goes low jack or high jack opens. We're in the uh, cutoff with queens, and we make it high jack open 1,600, 800. We make it 5K, and it gets to him, and he slams 48,000 into my face. At what level? At 800 big blind. Or, no, it was, uh, yeah, it was 800, yeah, 800 big blind. Yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I would call. I was sick. No, I was a platinum pass winner, man. He oh, never, he never yeah. had, like, he might, he never has jack-jack. So you folded? He, yeah. Wow. I was sick. Good for you. Oh, no, I'm sick about it because I'm out now. I'd rather just <laughs> fucking just, oh, I had queens. I'm all in. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. I can't breathe. <laughs> you want to know who, who can breathe? Our man Cuz. Mm. Oh man, Cuz got chips. I was gonna Cuz. ask you guys about this because I feel like I've been missing something, right? I you said we're going into like a WWE type scenario, yeah. and all my team was doing I shouldn't. Cuz is Cuz is the East Coast Jim Ross. Dude, were, he, he was like the only thing happening yesterday, only recording this guy, and I was just I'm, I'm curious from a poker player's perspective. I could sense. You know, the people at his table, it's annoying after a while. Human and Nicaragua with yeah. the Ecuadorian rum. This is amazing. Oh, my back has got to see it, Cuz. <laughs> I believe, you know what I mean? It's very important. You don't like me because you think it's too long. That's the problem. You don't want me to hang around. I told him, let me have this one. He gets to the next one. Okay, right? You know what they say, right? Maybe you're going wrong. Yeah, okay. Think long. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. Think long, think wrong. It's okay. I got it in already. I can't have no decision to make. I'm already in. I'm already all in, sir, for the last five minutes. I haven't even called the clock on you. Oh, keep it real one time. Keep it real one time. Deuce. Let's go. Let's go. I made him call me, cuz you see that? I'm going on. Oh, I know what you had, cuz. Yeah, I'm I know what you on. had, cuz. When I give the speech, when I put the pass in there, let's go. Let's go. I mean, God. he said let's it himself, go. right? When he puts the speech in there, he, he's look, got it. Look, I'm not it's trying to tell go. you how to run your business, Sarah. Well, I mean, it's not your business, but I'm not trying to tell Poker Org how to run their business, but you guys fucked up. Cuz should have been the runner. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. It's oh, true. Man. Speaking of, <laughs> you're not lying. <laughs> Somebody just snuck up in here, and we're out here talking shit about him right here. Right in front of his face. I'm not saying, I mean, obviously, uh, by the way, welcome, Thanks sir. Thanks for having me. Uh, I heard that guy yesterday across the room. Uh, it's nice to have context now. That was great. If you, I, I, I don't know much of your background, but if you plan on playing tournaments at all and like traveling the tour, you will hear cuz everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, after having done a sit down with him and like really interview him, I love the guy to death. Like I used to think it was a shtick and it was like kind of annoying. This is as genuine as can be. This guy's life hangs on the balance with every single turn of the card, and you he means it. it. I love it. No okay, lie. But, okay, so I've definitely there have been lots of players with lots of these really dramatic personalities that I've seen on the tournament scene. Players' responses are quite often and mostly this is super annoying and bad for the game. There seems to be this this real affection for him in general in the poker mm -hmm. community that i was surprised by considering how gratuitous the sort of celebration is and i, I was curious in that spot for example would you consider that like gratuitous celebration because the guy who just lost was 
pretty salty. Yeah. I, I think the love for him comes from uh, how genuine it is. Right, because there's some people who just want to do it for attention and all this stuff. He that's it's so genuine. He just loves it, and like his passion for the game is what people drives people to him. This I is think. how my my mom feels. She hates the NFL penalty excessive celebration because mm -hmm. just like they, they scored a touchdown. Like, shouldn't they be excited? Yeah, that's exactly. Kind of how, if you're just sort of grinding and put your head down and there's no emotion, that's kind of it's kind of a bummer. Right. right exactly. Yeah. I'm all about the characters. Like, obviously, for me, for my industry, it's way better and way more interesting. And a lot of what we got yesterday that was interesting was him. But I was just, I'm, yeah, I was surprised by the reaction, which made me definitely think, well, what's the difference here? But I guess you can sense that genuineness or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I don't. Yeah. Everyone did say, if you don't like this guy, watch him on the Only Friends podcast, <laughs> exactly. and you will like him afterwards. Yes. So I was like, I got to check that out. Honestly, again. I think it's not because of the actions itself it's because of the individual right like someone you don't attach a face to the action for it's easier to be like what's going on who is this but like once you kind of give the backstory and you give the things behind the person it becomes more palatable in the person like you put in you make him a person not just an action Mm -hmm. Okay, but so here's an example maybe. Yeah. Yesterday I heard a lot of backstory about Eric Person, which I thought it was a very compelling backstory, like someone who came from a lot of nothing and he worked really hard and these but he is that a shtick how he acts or is that really how he is? And I think players' responses to him are much more varied. I think it's more varied because sorry, Carter, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I think good, I think it's more varied because it's very clear that he is purposefully building a brand mm -hmm. and trying to monetize it, yeah, and like yeah. that's so disingenuous to anybody who's viewing. But also, he has a, a ton of supporters who like love the bad boy image where he's just going to tell people to fuck off on stream. Yeah, How do you think he's monetizing that personality? I, I like being the heel, but yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I feel like maybe poker's not a financial plus for him, but I might be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I think Cuz is, like, he's just the emotion that he brings with everything. Like, it, it's real, and he's, like, he's nice. Like, yeah, he, he might, like, um, celebrate, you know, a little too much. But, like, it's 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 for his own, like, like persons he berates other people. Okay. Whereas, like, Cuz is just, you know, he's happy. Let's get it <laughs> popping. Let's go. Okay, but speaking of people who are creating personas and different personalities, <clears throat> <clears throat> slow poker, we did talk about we don't even know your name, which it's fine if you, you know, you may or may not want to reveal this. My but detective just told me his name is Jonathan Rand. <laughs> and he has 68,500 in the tournament. No, it's uh, uh, Philip Ivy. <laughs> No home Jerome. <laughs> I, I almost did a no, no home Jerome uh, clue at one point. I was I was at some beach and I thought I would play it off like I was at city because isn't that the no yeah. he was mm -hmm. under the yep. boardwalk? Yeah. yeah. So I almost did that, but then I uh, I audibled. All right. I I have I have some questions before so questions. before I turn uh, my counsel on you, who's <laughs> very upset. A council of one. <laughs> a council of one. Um, Let's let's get one thing out of the way first and foremost because uh, I think that I think it's like the biggest thing that uh, the collective onlookers want to address, and that is the the costume aspect of it. So uh, fill us in a little bit as far as like how this opportunity came to be with Poker.org and like what were the rules that were laid out before you whenever they were presenting it to you. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I was approached to see if I was interested, and um, 
the sort of broad contours were laid out to me. And then kind of by the end, the obvious sort of hurdle was, you know, wife, spousal support, uh, spousal sign off. So Mr. Then, Slow Poker, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Can yeah. you get the mic a little oh, bit yeah, closer sorry. to you? I was going to say that. And my I was apologies. Like, this isn't my job. I'm yes. overstepping. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not accustomed to that. I'm not like an on-camera guy. So uh, the... Uh, so I was approached and the, the contours were laid out, but it was kind of like, can you take three weeks and kind of go off the grid? And, and I said, I have to check with my wife. And, and, and um, so Brad Willis, who's the brainchild of this, uh, approached me about this and it sounded awesome because I'm always, as people who see slow poker know, I'm not, I'm not like, my, my channel isn't really about like GTO and being me being a crusher. It's more about taking poker as a template or as a, as a backdrop and then making it fun, right? Yeah. It's not really, no, I would never tell anyone to come to my channel to learn how to play poker. Um, so this sounded great to me. It's like, it's poker is the backdrop, but really it's more about this intrigue. But, the, but how the, all the steps from A to Z were not, were, we decided it's sort of, some of them were decided, but a lot of that was on the fly. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the costume piece of it, I didn't know if I was going to just, you know, ditch my smartphone behind and just have burner phones. I didn't know how off the grid we were talking, and I didn't know um, costumes, I believe, were part of the rules right off the bat, but I didn't really wear a costume until the 11th hour. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. I, I think we all knew that you were going to finish at the win. That just seemed like it had to be a part of the promo. Yeah, which was a little uh, horrifying because everyone <laughs> gets the win. We kind of decided, you know, in advance, like from a sort of producer brad would call it producer fantasia which is just like if you whipped off the costume if you're wearing a costume in the win that would be great whether you're caught or you win right uh but uh yeah i didn't i didn't know and maybe we'll get into this a little bit in more detail but i didn't i had no idea how close people were because there were at least three tiers of bounty hunters there was the the people who were clearly just oh i i know you were just at you know uh, encore but i don't know um but then that's it i'm, I'm going to stop looking then there was a sort of conrad segment which is just like i am going to um i'm i'm out there telling the world like you know i i'm looking i guess there's a there's a there's a second tier within that bucket but basically the people who were kind of publicly saying i'm looking and either they they put their clues out there for the world to see or not and then there was that final tier that was the one that spooked me the most which is people who like lee jones wrote a piece about like syndicates running silently in the background mm. i had no idea how close these people were <laughs> yeah and so every day i'm like how much do i turn the dial up in terms of what i reveal or don't reveal am i revealing too much am i just setting myself for failure but i wanted the contest to be fun like yeah. I, to me i mean I, the cat and mouse was more fun to me than <clears throat> you know I, if i if this was boring I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't do it. Right. There's a way that you just kind of win and give almost near nothing. Exactly. And like, it's really nice to hear that some things are more than just about the EV of the spot mm -hmm. where it's about the spirit of the game. Exactly. Yeah. And Lee Jones put out a great piece early on and I, you know, Lee didn't know that I was the runner, but I wanted to tell him because he's like, he's showing too much. He's revealing too much. And I wanted to say, I, I could, I could scale it back, but who cares? Everyone yeah. would just like kind of lose interest in it. It was such a hours. tough balance because that immediate reaction was so many people being like, oh, we found you, we got you, like the first video, the second video. And then as things got a little bit more complicated, then people were like, ah, oh, it's way too hard. Like, this is way too hard. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so, like, we're like trying to adjust and, and balance. And it was definitely, I don't know that there was like a win 
spot, really. The most insane part about this is you, somebody had your picture 12 hours, not even, yeah. seven hours into the competition. Really? And Waxman had your Waxman, picture. Yeah. Matt Waxman had your picture seven hours into the competition. He went to the gas station in Florida that is two blocks away from his house. Yep. And he just had your picture. This, so there's a lot. I, I could talk about this for not just this podcast, but for days. But one of the, the parts of this that I did, wasn't prepared for was the social experiment side of it. So Waxman is a great example. Like I was so impressed by the tenacity, right, to go after it. But poker players are inherently kind of self, self-interested, self right? So, so selfish. He, he wanted to win the thing solo. <laughs> he he didn't recognize me. Mm-hmm. And then he just sat with it, right? And I, I put that in the, this, this recap video. If he had just asked five, ten people... I stayed at Waxman's house last week, okay? Yeah. Let me tell you something. Waxman didn't show me the picture. We are texting back and forth for weeks, every single day. He just wouldn't show me the picture he had. He showed me the the final day, and I didn't recognize you. Um, And it was that day that he happened to show DePaulo. Right. And DePaulo immediately knew. And it's like, if you had done this three weeks ago... You guys would have won the pass. There's yeah. no yeah. way. Now, neither one of them are here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no matter how thick the wig or how, you know, if I put on like, you know, ridiculous makeup or wear like a fat suit, it doesn't matter. Like, I am toast. If, yeah. if everyone knows this is the guy. Right. Yeah. What, how close was somebody to recording you? Or did you see anybody try and record and ask if someone else was the runner? No one. So I would say I felt pretty safe at almost every poker session. I would, I, I think. So I would always leave behind these calling cards, right? Mm-hmm. And I would always I leave them at the cage, definitely at the table. How? And so how, how did you leave them at the table? You just kind of just like yeah, good question. So it was. I mean, uh, I, I hate to reveal this because it kind of it's kind of braggy. But when I was a kid, I like no, I like no, flex, flex on literally yeah. everyone. Okay. Let them cook. I, I was really into magic. As a kid, I'm sorry, ladies, I'm married. So no, just, <laughs> just, just, magic, just straight up, you know, like sleight of hand. And that's what I would do. So it was pretty elementary oh, okay. magic. But basically, yeah. I would I would always so I would I had a whole protocol, right? So I would play a session, cash out and then walk up to the table and with like 10, 15 bucks and just like tip the dealer. Oh, thanks so much with one hand. Mm-hmm. And then while everyone was watching, like, what's this guy doing? I would drop off a bunch of cards. Sick. Uh, except a few yeah. times I I screwed up. So one time. I just, my sleight of hand was way off and everyone just saw me just like drop five calling cards. Everyone just looked at me and I'm just kind of like gave this weird look and just kind of little, little, bye. And just sort of like, and I I kind of slowly walked to the door and just like booked it. Yeah. And then one other time I just, I forgot that I didn't cash out yet. And so I dropped off the cards and then sort of walked to, no, they colored me up and I was like, oh, I'm good. And then it's like, oh, I have like hundreds of dollars in Caesars Southern Indiana chips. Should I just eat this money or do I go cash out? So I, I booked it to the, the cashier and while they're cashing me out, I like whip off my hoodie, switch hats just mm-hmm, in case right, someone yeah, runs yeah, after yeah. me. But yeah, the, the, no one really, no one did. I was expecting the sort of carpet bomb approach and I, that never happened, which is just you show up at, you know, Borgata and everyone's just like, how do you feel about rabbit hunting? How do you yeah. feel about rabbit hunting? Just like, why not? Right? Uh, right. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't think not one person like re- reached out from the calling cards. No, it, it, the, because we could track the numbers, right, based on who was mm-hmm. looking at the QR codes. It was a total of, like, what, between three and seven? Oh, my God. And, like, we actually had done it a few times. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we, and we were surprised. But I think this also is so interesting because when you look at the swath of the poker playing community as a whole, that was one of the big questions for us is, like, okay, the people who are playing in these rooms 
Are they the people who are paying attention mm -hmm. to the podcast and to the poker media and what's happening? And I think it's pretty clear that the answer is no. Yeah. Like they don't give a fuck what we're like doing or talking about. They just want to play poker. I just wonder how viable it was for somebody who was sharp to actually uh, to run you down because I guess like what it what it boils down to is that due to the unlimitedness of uh, or like the lack of restrictions that are put on you. Um, we, we were kind of talking about this uh, throughout, like, knowing your location is effectively meaningless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and knowing your identity is very meaningful, but, like, without knowing both, it's almost essentially impossible. Right. And that was, that I talked before about the whole dials part of this, like, when, like, how much do we turn it up here, turn it down here? And there was one point where, yeah, it felt like there was a lot of frustration, justifiably so, that people knew I was at Seminole Coconut Creek, so... But then, but then I drove a thousand miles, so couldn't he be anywhere in the country, right? Mm -hmm. One thing I didn't say was that I, I, I got exhausted. So at a certain point, like, I, I'm actually just going to be within this few hundred mile radius. Yeah. Um, I did fly that one time, but, um, and we'll get to that in the next recap. But I, I started, I would say right around the halfway mark, I started to... Like I said, the the look, the where I was clues were kind of obvious mm -hmm. or to some, um, but the where I'm going ones were a lot harder. Right. So and some people started to to narrow that down, but not enough. So like, there's one I can reveal one of them. So near, I would say in week three, midway through, and this was my 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 biggest sweat I thought, which is that I I threw out a the morning I was going to Agua Caliente, I started following. Uh, the water heater company ream yeah and that so agua caliente hot water and i was like i'm telling people i'm going to hot water jesus right? christ okay. i never put that together <laughs> and I, sh I showed up at agua caliente and there was only one table running oh and i had to wait for at least an hour and a half two hours so i'm sitting there sitting duck yeah I, I have no idea if anyone's just like oh hot water agua caliente let's just send my friend to and and, and even if if it was a packed room that'd be one thing but it's right. just Eight people. Yeah. Eight people. Oh man. Wow, so just that's sitting there. sharp. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's funny because like the clues when it comes to that and the amount of thought that gone has gone into them and how possible it is to draw the conclusions are all very simple once it's revealed. Does that make sense? Yeah, and like some of yeah, exactly. Some of the clues, yeah, you look back and say, Oh, I should have known and then some of them like admittedly were a little bit Some were a stretch. Yeah, like I there's one that I was really proud of that I that I, I can reveal this one too. Yeah, and this is this flex is, on everyone. Okay, but this is like real, real nerd stuff. So basically, I love it. when I was I, at the end of one video, I said, and that's no more clues. If you're crying about a lack of clues, um, don't worry, you've still got a hanky. And everyone's the like, hanky what's hanky? Me. What's hanky? Is that your Brent Hanks? Is that Matt Hanks? Blah blah mm -hmm. blah. So what it was, and again, nerd alert. Uh, if you lift out, so when I say if you're sad about a lack of clues, the lack of clues was unlocked the clue. So you you lift the word clues out of the poker room where I was playing, and all that's left is hanky. So lucky chances, you take clues out of lucky chances, and all that's left is hanky. Mm. So I was like, and 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 that's right after my flight. So people, if people figure that out, and uh, then they would know I was in the Bay Area, and maybe could figure maybe he's going to stay in California. Maybe he'll be, I don't know. If, you know, maybe so. That's the thing, you Matt. You said what? Uh, you know, if people know that I was at Lucky Chances, is that enough? Yeah. And it, it was debatable, right? It was like, am I probably not for that, but probably is for like uh, hot water. 
Hot water was my biggest. Right, because it's like they could just walk around the room and just ask. Yeah, right. literally ask so I have every a question. single question. How were you? Um, like, what were the like the rules around like you providing the clues that of where you were going? So actually, that's one other thing is that it's it's a good question because there weren't any rules about that. Okay. So I didn't have to give clues at all. Um, I could have just said all I needed to do was post some proof that I played poker somewhere, and then on the travel days post some proof that I was at some public place of business. So if I really wanted to win this with you know the most plus ev way possible i would just show like my gloved thumb outside of mcdonald's you know every travel day and then show like a grayscale belt so yeah quick question apparently in one of the videos you said um something about the heart of the i'm not sure what it is my detectives just asked me oh the heart uh uh a, a runner's heart is a deep something of secrets that one yes so yeah, that's uh, that was a Titanic reference, and I was in Venice Beach, and right by the Titanic, there's a store called Titanic, and so it's it's not it wasn't it was mostly just because I like to reference Titanic. Gotcha. Um, but Were you ever yeah, worried that uh, that Conrad was going to catch you? I did because uh, well, once he thought it was Trooper, then I thought, okay, he's way off. No, I never thought it was Trooper. <laughs> okay. Oh, you did? oh yeah, at the first yeah, day, did. I first, did. Yeah, the first yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at some point I got the sense that he thought I was a woman, which, and, and, and I, I, did, I did throw out a few hints that, a few misdirects, and I know a lot of you right. figured out that I was throwing out misdirects, like people really thought I was Marley, and I thought, mm -hmm. and that was a debate, I think, yeah. behind the scenes at Poker Org, which is just like, that was, seemed to be just an outright lie, but I was just goofing around because like, clearly I'm not Marley. Right. For any number of reasons, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the video, clearly at least six feet tall. Right. Marley is not six feet tall. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to name a few other, uh, you know, just to name one reason why I'm not Marley, but, uh, <laughs> but then, but then, yeah, like the, what was I going to say? Yeah, the whole, the, the, that, that, that being a lie, the part about like that I'm Marley, but then I ended up using that and running with it. So I, mm -hmm. people thought I was British because I joked that because of Spraggy. And so people were just like, he's definitely British, definitely British. Mm -hmm. So I just started dropping little fake Britishisms yeah, yeah. into all my videos. When it comes to all of the, public theories as to who the runner was which one was your favorite because for a, <laughs> for a time some people thought it was ethan do you yeah. realize your story tied so much into a substitute teacher that lives in the middle of pennsylvania so i want to hear about this i think someone <laughs> someone took i put disney princess on my twitter bio mm -hmm. oh, at one point i think people Lashed out of that, the tracksuit, and I think the tracksuit guy is here, right? Yeah, so tracksuit, the tracksuit guy, track guy is a, he's a, he's a streamer. Yeah. So he streams, and like, and I don't, I can't even like go back to remember what happened, but he was just, his stream name is like kid in a, tra a, a tracksuit or something like that. Yeah. And like, I forgot what it was, but a lot of stuff just added up like to where their home location was. And it was like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Lancaster. So the Lancaster PA was where she got, they got married. They literally got married in Lancaster PA, which is one of like your clues in something. It was like oh. Lancaster, um, I forgot what it was. But like there was so many things that tied you like kind of together with this substitute teacher in Pennsylvania. <laughs> that was one of the other things is that people, people would make leaps and sometimes they were complete. They would they would find a clue somewhere where there wasn't a clue, mm. but it still got them closer. Without the, I forget, I have to think of what an example. Like of that. I'm so mad that I didn't send an edible arrangement to this lady's house just to see if she was home. Like it was a thought, and it was like I should just see if she's home. 
and just send an edible arrangement or something. And be like, hey, I'm sorry, I've been stalking you. <laughs> one, 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 one of my biggest sweats was one of the voice the voicemail one of the not your voicemail Conrad which is great. <laughs> uh, but the other voicemail I think a guy named Jake Rooney I think his name is yeah and he started the voicemail John I know who you are and my name's John my real name is John ah uh, and I'm like I stop in my tracks he, like my heart he DM me uh, he wasn't talking he was about positive. you no. yeah yeah he's talking about the Disney the guy that has Disney princess in his tw uh, Instagram bio I told my wife I was like I because I don't really publicize that my name is John in slow poker so. It would be hard for, I mean, not that, it would not impossible, but yeah. I just seemed, I figured, it, you know, he made, must think I'm a different John. He but just, I, but it definitely, when he said, he said, John, I know where you are, and I've got people in San Diego, and I was in Palm Springs about to play in Agua Caliente, and I thought, this is bad. That's the first time I wore a costume. <laughs> so I wore that day, and it was not, it's a, it was a terrible blonde wig. Um, and so I, anyone who knew, was looking for me, would have been like, that slow poker in a wig. But uh, yeah, my, my, my actual somewhat difficult costume was on that last day. Once Apollo texted me with five hours to spare, or whatever it was, I was getting dinner. And I get a text from DePaulo. The, the whole DePaulo sweat was ridiculous because DePaulo called me. <laughs> I was driving from Lucky Chances to Commerce, and DePaulo called me out of nowhere, and I I just like immediately declined because anytime a poker player called me, mm -hmm. like Ethan and I were texting, and I was just like, he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows. <laughs> um, and then DePaulo just called me, and I just I, I just I hung up. And then he called me again, or I called him back <laughs> on the road, and we talked for like an hour, and I'm sitting there like, is he just we have about nothing to do with this? And I'm like, when is he gonna? Is he just dancing around this? Does he know? And then he texted me about like a few days later, like, hey, you're going to be in Vegas for this uh, WPT thing. And I was like, oh, maybe. And then a couple days later, and then like I think the day before, he, it was a great, great fake out by him. Th at that point, he knew. Like, it must have been 24 hours before. The yeah, deadline. 24 hours. He texted me like, hey, I'm doing this last minute meetup game thing at Mandalay Bay. Here's the, what they're going to pay us. <laughs> if you're in town, like we should do it. And I'm, and I'm like, he made it sound so realistic. And I actually, I, I texted my wife. I was like, if I win this thing, can I stay a little longer for this Mandalay Bay meetup game? <laughs> just like, <laughs> total nonsense. Um, and then, some hours later, he texted me this whole, like, I know it's you. And that's when I was like, oh, I'm, I've really got He gave you yeah. a heads up? Yeah. That, yeah, he texted me. What an idiot. Wow, yeah, well, he, he tried for a while. And this was this is another thing, and I, I tweeted tweeted about this. For Waxman and DePaulo, like, they were so... Like, I was so impressed by the steps they took. But at the same time, it was this great um, level of both uh, impressive work and tenacity. But then too lazy to actually read the rules yeah, yeah, yeah so waxman like in the video in DePaulo's vlog about about runner runner waxman said like i don't know if like he's got to play today or if he wins today blah blah blah. and it's and right there in the rules it says the runner must play within the last four hours before yeah. midnight mm -hmm. and so they're spending 24 hours like all over vegas trying to find me i'm not going to be there for 20 of those hours yeah right yeah. so i said it was like a it was a like a a 24-hour wild goose chase where the goose is there for, tw for 20 of the hours. <laughs> yeah. They're so dead at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm fascinated by the contest. I, I find it to be, like, very engaging. Uh, it really... I don't know. There, there's something about, like, being a part of uh, a, a sort of like a murder mystery type of, of game. It almost reminds me of the that new movie uh, that just came out. The um, Glass Onion. Yeah, Glass Onion. Uh, so I, I actually think that, like, this scales... And it just be it can easily just become like a reality show or a game show in and of itself, where this happens like two, three, four times a year. 
Uh, but I, th I do think that the rules need a little bit of tweaking. Absolutely. Just in the sense of uh, a little bit more exposure, right? So, like, I think that you only have to play an hour a day. There's no reason for you to play a second longer. And that's just, like, a, such a sliver of a window in a big country where we already don't know your identity. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would think, like, we talked about it a lot, how the... You know, is are we not? Is is it too difficult, right? And the, the one hour thing, it's funny because I had planned on playing long sessions because yeah. I thought I would also vlog. Yeah, you and then the well. second after the, the first session, like, there's no way. Like, 61 minutes, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. And yeah, but I totally agree. I think there are ways to make life a little easier for the bounty hunters, but also still yeah. protect you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what there's I a way to gamify a lot of things where, uh, like, you know, you. You have to reveal something about your next stop, but maybe it's like uh, you could have like one real clue and two throwaways, something along those lines. I think it would be cool to like gamify your travel, so you're only allowed to use certain vehicles one time. I when you made that joke about Conrad using ten forms of transportation, I was really <laughs> close to actually. I, I was I was in San Francisco and I was going to take ten forms of transportation as a shout out to. <laughs> oh my god! Did you watch all the episodes? What's that? Did you watch all the episodes? I had I listened on the road. Yeah. Wow. Um, and that was honestly I, I put Aww. in the recap um, that no joke I am driving in the Blue Ridge Mountains and Berkey says and I'm listening to the pod and Berkey says like uh, who's the who's who's our most known person in Cherokee North Carolina and I am headed to Cherokee and I'm like I can't go. <laughs> like you you put such fear in me there was that i was in pittsburgh planning to play so i had this whole thing laid out for, for pittsburgh where i i was going to buy steelers gear and as a jags fan who's had a few matchups with the steelers over the years i'm not a steelers fan the i i was going to they were playing the falcons home game i was yeah. going to go to rivers and i figured they're all gonna be so distracted even the bounty hunter is going to be so locked on the screen so i was going to go and then i'm like but Berkey, he's been talk. They've been talking on the on the pod about about all these, you know, they're 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 collecting groups of of people to put in different spots. I'm like, why would I go to like Yinzerland? Right? This is a terrible idea. So <laughs> I head to Borgata and sticks. I'm like, there's, I just can't do it. I won't do it. I literally, oh, I, the entire time, I literally knew nothing. No, nothing. He's <laughs> just out there, just clueless. throwing. Yeah, just. I, the well, amount of paranoia. There was I, I felt oh, I very paranoid. Good, I did something then. Yeah. <laughs> there was a point in the middle though, right, where we talked about okay, we need to gamify this a little bit, give people a little more options, and that we put out like a like a trivia type element. Fun. And this gave us lots of pause and and questions that I'm I would love to hear you kind of explain some of what went into that whole debacle. Yeah, that was so right around the time, like you said, we were kind of worried that people were getting restless, like it, you know, we know where he was. We don't know where he's going. And, you know, like I said, I wasn't sure how close people were, but I, but I wanted to make it interesting. So we talked about this idea of a riddle that if people could solve it, that they could ask me any question. And so I put out a riddle and the first person to solve it, um, asked a question and we talked at length about like, what could this question be? Because if it's just like, what's your first and last name, yeah, or what, yeah, what's course. your social, right. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't answer that question. Cause I did have this fear because poker players, like we said, self-centered and relentless. So what's to stop someone from being like, well, let's go check out his family. Let's go to his house. Right, and, uh, yeah, right. Because yeah. Lee Jones said, like, why not hire a PI? Yeah. And that mm -hmm. put the, the, you know, the fear of God in me. So, <laughs> yeah, so, um, and so uh, Stacy Mucci asked the, won the first riddle and said, and asked me what was the date of my last live stream, which is a great question, right? Yeah. And I was so nervous because um, my last live stream was Hustle, was Hustle Casino Live. And I was like, that's the biggest one and 
I'm probably not Sashimi Poker. I'm probably not DK. I'm probably not uh, mm. DJAF. Um, so they might immediately know it's me. And in fact, after I posted the answer to that riddle, you guys followed me on Twitter. And I was like, they know. Only friends know. That's funny. There's so wow. many random synchronicities that you're just like, what? So, th this is so random. That who, morning. Who was part of Once the Once a week, we literally just follow who's recommended <laughs> to us. Yeah. Oh <laughs> just spooked me like a half dozen times, <laughs> and all of them were accidents. My so, God. Man. Joe Tracksuit's wife was also on stream those days, I want to let you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. She was a Spanish teacher. Wow. And she does it, like, online. That's so funny. So she had live streams all these times. This is how conspiracy theories work. Exactly. Oh, there was so much. The conspiracy He's talking about being now? on Hustler Live, and you're talking about this woman doing a Zoom call. <laughs> you know, one well, bounty we hunter. talked about that, one too. One bounty hunter circled a, a K and a C in a tweet I did. They were like, Kansas City. He's wearing a red hat, Chiefs. Yeah. And I was impressed by that, but then he's just like, definitely Harris, Kansas City. Like, 100%. And I have friends who do that. They're like, 100%, 100%. And I hear that Conrad's oh, like that way, right too. Oh, we have one right here. Yeah. Yeah. my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I told one of my biggest 100% guys, I'm like, you just say 95. Like, because yeah. you, you, yeah. you're, you're When we were debating your gender, Conrad said 1,000% female. <laughs> <laughs> that, I got a lot of people who would DM me like, Laura, I know it's you. And I'm like, I sure. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there was a, it was in pre-production one time, Conrad said he was 100% sure he knew who it was. I as uh, the gentleman and scholar said, you know what? I'll give you 90 to 1. And I told him to shut the fuck up. Just like I'm about 90 to 1. If he's 100%, it's free money. And he goes, yeah. shut the fuck up in less nice of a tone. But just know the chaos that you've caused this group. Well, it, And we thank you for it. That cuts both ways. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm trying to think of what else that happened. Because there were a few times. I mean, there was the... Yeah, when Berkey said... Yeah, the Bunberki mentioned Cherokee when I am pretty much outside Cherokee. God, what else was there? Uh, I mean, Conrad Conrad made it seem like he knew he was getting closer. He did make it seem that way. Oh, yeah. he, was, he was very close. I mean, yeah. he had this woman absolutely <laughs> pegged. Uh, he just needed her location setting. Uh, I, I, I want to go back a little bit to the, the strategy side of things, um, both from the hunters and from your perspective as the, as the runner. A lot was talking when, or a lot was talking about when we spoke with like Lee Jones about creating a syndicate and the idea is like if Waxman had done that, you for sure would have been caught. I think it's very problematic with this particular contest because there's no divvying up of the, the prize pool. So if you just throw the clues out there and some one-two wreck from middle of nowhere Wisconsin finds you, you now have to take equity in. Uh, like I'd rather have equity in the runner. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's more likely that the runner is going to be a competent poker player. So it's like, I would, if, if I knew you, if, like, if I were Waxman and I had identified you, it would be better for me to collude with you than actually go out and put a syndicate together. And that was Ryan DePaulo's move. When yeah. he texted me, he, ba he basically threw out a deal. He said, I won't, I won't post all over social that it's you. Let me get a cut. <laughs> and I was impressed. I was impressed by that approach because maybe he knew it would be too hard to find me. Yeah, Did he get a it's cut? Sharp. I just ghosted him. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, fuck it, we ball. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and that's when I, honestly, I wasn't sure if I was going to go out in costume. I knew that people guessed I was going to the win. And I had all these wigs at my disposal because I bought them in week one. And I was like, all right, I can't, I cannot go out there with DePaulo and crew. Because DePaulo is like, he, when he goes after, he goes after. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's funny because I got a lot. I mean, there were a lot of trolls and there were always trolls. But they were like, you're going to go out in costume? This is 100% impossible. And it's like, Guys, like I, th I put on a cheap wig and walked like half speed, like, 
and uh, this and my my acting training is like when I played a sixty year old in a musical in high school. Like, I, if you can't if you can't find me, that's not because of the costume. Yeah, I think it's more so because uh, you're not easily recognized to begin with. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like if you dress Marley up, then you know it's not going to matter that much if she's in costume. Were, were you not open at all to any deals from anybody, or would it have been maybe if they were getting c so close that maybe then you would cut a deal? Or it's a good question. I didn't really consider it. I um because it happened so last minute. At that yeah. point, I was just like, you know, well, I'm yeah, gonna, it's, right. That was I'm like the, with the, it. yeah, exactly. Like if he's got aces, he's got aces. I'm you're just like, gonna, okay, yeah, let's just I got roll. kings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I <laughs> I just thought I thought that Ryan. I don't know. I mean, so obviously he knew ex he he knows what I looks what I look like, mm -hmm. and I didn't know how many people. I mean, he could show everyone what I look like. Yeah. And I wasn't sure where I was going to play, and that was actually the hardest part was when I played my session at MGM Grand. You know, I was dressed up like a ninety five year old man, but you know, I, I didn't know how to play poker as an old man. Yeah. Wait, wait, when did you play at MGM Grand? <laughs> the final uh, like day. eight or nine at the final day. Eight he didn't play at the win. He just hung yeah. Out so what I did was I went to MGM Grand very slowly, walked like. God, it was so long a walk. When you're when you're 95 oh. and you're walking, I did so much slow walking through the MGM Grand. I played a session there, and it was adorable too because I truly folded every hand. Not because both for the VPIP, you know, old man coffee thing to check out, but also like I didn't know how to like believably three bet with right, like yeah. old man hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I thought it would just look too, people would notice the fact Very that no, forty something hands. So you I just sudden like shuffling all your chips, not thinking. Yeah. I didn't know what to it. do. Like, Whoa, like, look at this guy. A couple limps, I got king queen suited. I'm like fold. I mean, yeah. it was just absurd, right? But at this point, I was just so eyes on the prize, and uh, and then as I'm getting up, this this guy next to me is just like, you didn't play a ham, bro. And I was just and I just gave a little old man like. And then I left. <laughs> and then I had to walk slowly to the cage, cash out. Like I, yep. I bought in for like a thousand and cashed out for like nine eighty, whatever it was. And then um Tortoise mode. Yep. Tortoise mode. Um and Did then oh, sorry, Tortua? Is it Tortua? Don't encourage us, please. I can't breathe. I fucking called Bring MGM it all the on. night that night and I was like, Do you have a blonde lady playing in there? <laughs> so right. I didn't think your costume wasn't a blonde boy. <laughs> I had a blonde wig. I had a long wait, but then I so then I drove to the win. Well, I called. Well, I called my wife and it was just like, "This is it. Um, going to the win," which is the scariest part because I knew everyone was there, right? Yeah. And obviously, DePaula could have told a thousand people mm -hmm. go to the win, right? And so it's actually it's, it was a, there was a couple interesting parts about that from a sort of behind the scenes point of view is that I showed up the win and I was going to meet up with a videographer uh, on the poker org side to get some B roll of me walking around in costume, and then he's like, "The heat's on." Yeah, like I can't. Yeah, yeah. So I'll meet you at the poker room whenever you want to go there, and I appreciate that because, like, if I if I'm a bounty hunter, aren't I just like sticking out? Oh yeah, all the poker org staff. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. Like I ran in to look for a blonde lady. I called, asked for a blonde lady, <laughs> and you were there. I I'm mean, sick. And not a blonde lady. You should lady. be proud that you were you were close. Close. I'm yeah, you were so closer than you realized. <laughs> One thing, I, real quick. I know Jamin's in the chat, so Jamin Burton. So I, I won. And I like whipped off the wig and was just relieved. And then the first person I saw after three weeks of just be—I don't know—it's hard to. I don't I'm not gonna put this in the video, but to be completely underground for three weeks is extremely like sad and lonely right, and debilitating. And and just just I, I felt like a different person. And so I show up, I see Jamin, 
And I would go over to say hi. And I almost gave him like the biggest bear hug. Yeah. Just like, I know you. You're the person <laughs> I, I know. Talk, yeah. uh, but he instead, we just put, we just sent a video message to Conrad, sort of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be 100%. I hate you all. This is one of the best committing to the bits I've ever heard. Yes. You're so good at committing to the bit. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You have to I commit to the bit. I ask you about your investment also in the actual password because it was very clear emotionally for all of us. The thing like went up and down a lot of the times and for sure for you more than anyone. But I remember when we very first started talking about if you wanted to do it and whatever and you were like, you know, the platinum pass would be cool, but I'm really more invested in the story and doing the content and then, you know, the way people reacted, the, how much you were putting into the whole thing. Did your investment in being like, okay, now I've put so much into this, like I need that platinum pass, did that change? Or did your like, how did your emotional experience sort of like change? Right, that's a really good question because it shifted a lot. And I, I would say that definitely, um, like you said, the, the, the goal was intrigue above all else. And I'm, I'm a writer, I'm a storyteller, and, that's, and I'm a poker player like distant third or fourth, right? So um, I wouldn't even call myself a poker player. I'm a, just a casual player, but the, the, like, I didn't, like I said before to, to Landon, if this was just like, if it's just me hiding and not giving any clues, like who cares? And, but when did I start to, I think, it's, I think honestly it was my wife. I said, like, I feel like people are getting close. Um, and she's like, don't you want to like win this thing at this point? I was like, okay, fine. I, so there's like, I don't yeah. know what percent of me was at that, like by like day 17 or mm -hmm. whatever. I was like, you know, I'd really like to win. But I, I think the, the, the hope from day one was if I can win or lose on like the, the last day or the penultimate day, like that would mm -hmm. be ideal. Yeah. And right. if I wanted to, if I was going to lose, I wanted to lose to a Conrad and not to one of these trolls who's just like, you know, we, we don't know where you're going. Like, this is uh, impossible. This is a scam. Berkey's on the take. Like, yeah, yeah. which I was, right. I, I came this close <laughs> to being like, yeah, yeah. So I had, I had a whole tweet lined up with like, uh, I should, this is way off, off color, but, but I was just like, when George W. Bush, like, and American Airlines sent, uh, Berkey an edible arrangement, like, yeah, 9, 9, 11 was, 9 11 was an inside job. Um, but I, I pulled back on it. Jeff Buell cannon can't melt. You'll, you should have done it. You should have one hundred percent done it. Uh, yeah, I decided. I, now I'm saying it. I, I hear it was like I put that in a drawer, and now yeah. I'm, I'm revealing it. But anyway, the uh, yeah, I I wanted I wanted like a real bounty hunter who was making this fun. If if anyone was going to win, that wasn't me. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be a Conrad or yeah. there was Stacy Maureen, well, this guy Mark Bernie, I think, and like these people who were. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm not naming everybody, but there were a lot of people who were like putting in the work. Right. And then there were yeah. these lazy people who were just like just screaming that there's one person who called it clickbait scam literally impossible yeah. Berkey's on the take blah 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 I'm just like Berkey's dude if you can't win just just give up also like, like, who, cares, who cares if literally all those things are true like <laughs> right. they're giving away a $30,000 pass nobody's entitled to it like what yeah. the hell is the difference my favorite yeah. part and I, I don't know if I'm going to put this into one of the recap videos I have a whole mailbag which is like a, basically all these trolls and I just respond to all of them like That's point amazing. by point and I really want to I'll put it out I'll put it out <laughs> yeah. um, yes, but basically I, one of the things I wanted to say was like the, the scam part was my favorite part which is just like this they were just going to give you that pass and i thought like all right so 
So instead of just handing me the past, they set up this whole... They put in all the time and resources, right. set me around the country for three weeks with a lot of scrutiny, right? Mm -hmm. It's like Bernie Madoff being like, yeah. like handing his like books to the IRS. Right. Like, here's Quicken. Just look at this every day. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't you just, just hand me the past? Like, yeah, how, exactly. what, what, what's, how's this scam work? I'm not yeah. sure if you know, but me and Stacey Mucci were one. Oh. Wait, yeah. you're, you're Mucci? No, 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 that's my detective. Oh, I thought maybe like you were her the whole oh, time. No, 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 no. That was yeah. my detective. She yep. she gave me all my information. Uh, she, was she was the best. Great. I love she was, her. I think my, my favorite. I was so I love salty, her. though, too. I think I'm so used to trolls at this point. I'm so used to this. But there, I felt so defensive of the whole project. Because, because it's a fun contest. And it's like it took so much work and energy for us right before the win, right before the PSPC. I'm like, we could have been like, follow us, like, give us likes. Like, there's a million ways to be more promotionally right. savvy the engagement for You could have given it to your yeah. boyfriend. Like, I, come I on. Think I, felt, <laughs> I, I, felt, I felt more defensive about this because of poker.org. Like, poker.org, like, they put so much work into it. Yeah. And when someone normally... I, I try not to respond to trolls. I do. But I try to do it in a fun way. But I got really salty because I'm just like, these people put in so much work and, like, your response is clickbait. It's like, mm -hmm. well, if it's clickbait, I mean, that's not the definition of clickbait, first of all. But right. just, right. like, when, when it's a link that takes you to a thing and that thing is what it is, that's not clickbait. Right. But, like, First of all, how dare you? Words. <laughs> Words matter. But yeah, but just the amount of work that went into this, I was just so mad on behalf of Brad and Sarah and everybody else. Just like, shut up. Like, yeah. this is clearly like a fun thing. Right. Like, like, don't stop crying in your Cheerios. And for you, I was the same because I'm like, okay, someone could have done this in a completely different way and made it so much less fun and so much less interesting had they been so obsessed with winning this package. Right. And I was just like, how? if you can't see that, yeah, are you whoever, even playing Definitely this whoever game? decided that you should be the runner yeah, should Brad. be commended because that, Brad. yeah, I think it would be a total totally different thing and you did make it like you suck, really but you fun. did a great job <laughs> no, yeah yeah you you looted conrad which was just all fun for all of us i mean conrad, i know we have this like fake beef because like you really wanted to win and i didn't I, you didn't win but I, I, I mean i mean it i mean it when i say like if anyone i wanted someone like you to win like if I if I couldn't win, I wanted it to be it someone was, like honestly, you, not specifically I, I you, but someone, someone like you. Someone like I, I loved it. It Conrad was so much Jason. fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. And yeah. we need to have this conversation about the ways we can. I mean, you guys are poker players, right? I think we're trying to find ways that we can continue. Yeah, to do I was going to like ask: Is there going to be another runner next year? I, we've got a whole forum. We're doing a. We're doing a look at all the ways that we can kind of adjust and, and yeah. make it more fun mm -hmm. and more interesting. Yeah, it was such a success. I think it ha you have to continue it in some fashion, make it better, and just keep it going. Yeah. I think it grows yeah. a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, and the, if there's future iterations of this, I think it grows a lot. Yeah, and I think sure. a lot of other people try to do it. And if like um, the rules are kind of a little more flattened out, I think it's going to be huge. Feel free to send in, by the way. Like, if you have a good tip or whatever, just like if the yeah. DMs are wide open, yeah. and as we reframe it. I actually thought they were being too crazy about the rules in the beginning as we were going through. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, this is so pedantic and ridiculous. Like, nobody's going to go through and care about And, like, every single rule. There were so many questions, so many little tiny nuances and things. I'm like, oh my gosh, we need even more rules. <laughs> it is good to, to, to really pick somebody that is... You know, charismatic, someone who's very creative, you know, because that, that just makes it more, way more fun. It's not that you're any of that slow poker, but you did a great job. <laughs> speaking to uh, speaking to the creative side of things, uh, I don't think that the audience is all that familiar with your backstory. You've been vlogging for roughly a year. What what took you to content creation, I guess, as, as a whole? Um, the, sh the medium length story is that so I, I, have a, I my career is in writing, uh, comedy writing uh, for the stage. Mm. And... Um, quarantine just completely derailed that sure uh people just weren't producing plays mm -hmm. so 
I kind of sat down. There was a lot of existential stuff happening for a lot of people. And I just said, okay, what are my passions? And I just got into poker probably four years prior. And so I love poker. I got into video editing because of quarantine. I was putting together like birthday tribute videos for people. I got into that. I love comedy writing. And so I just tried to think like, how can I combine all that? And I've been watching all the vloggers and I did not want to be like Brad Owen light, you know, because yeah. he, what he does is great. Um, but I just kind of figured, okay, what's my strength? And I had this epiphany at the beach in North Carolina. I was just like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Cause I'm not, no, no drone footage, no, nothing like where you just sit there and talk, you know, for three minutes about like a three bet spot. I'm just going to be like, boom, 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 joke, 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 gone. Next hand. Boom, 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 boom. And the second I started writing these, they had these moments in, um, in all creative projects where it's like, when it starts to flow, you're like, this is it. This is my, this is, uh, I feel the flow. Just keep going. You can and kind that of copy paste it. Yeah. And I, every time I, and every time I think I'm going to run out of ideas, first of all, poker players always give me ideas. <laughs> they always have some absurd line or, or moment, but yeah, I'll just, I had these epiphanies of, uh, of like an idea and I just can't wait to like, you know, present it in the vlog. So yeah, slow poker is like a, is my way of both, um, it, you know, it's, it sort of comes across as like a tilted rec player, but I get to one little sort of hidden secret about all this, um, is that people, you know, a lot of people kind of give me grief for being a bad player. And the sort of the, the hidden thing is that like, if I was just winning, it's not that interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm a writer and like if, if the protagonist just doesn't, hit snags it's a boring movie right yeah. yeah um so yeah i like to sort of show the 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 sad sack moments of poker okay two questions one how did you come up with the name and two what is your interest and involvement of improving and getting better at poker itself okay so the first thing is just a stupid irony i just thought well i had this epiphany at, at, in the ocean i was like oh i'm gonna make it like fast paced boom 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 because i'm a short form writer mm -hmm. and then i thought oh i'll call it slow poker <laughs> um and now that's you know every time someone sees my shirt they're like why is this you know what's what's that oh it's a poker channel it's a comedy poker show and, and then they say why slow poker i'm like because it's fast and it's just like, <laughs> i always feel like that's such a stupid layup yeah. uh, joke as for the poker side of it like you know i i still have so much my focus is still so much on the on the sort of squeezing the comedy out of poker um this this tournament has been fascinating because i'm not a tournament player uh, i'm a cash game player um so I, i'm fascinated by this whole process so i know there's a lot a totally different kind of study that has to happen i'm not a studied player Lot. And yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what point, cause I don't, I don't have designs on being a pro. I'm not like a grinder, but, um, you know, I would like to get better. And I think honestly, even just poking fun at, in, at spots or awful folds. Um, and I've made a lot of awful folds. I, because I get to sit there editing it and, and working with my editor and, and like writing about it. Those are weirdly a form of study where yeah. I like get to really look at the sizing tells and the bad sizing or good sizing by me. Um, and so, yeah, oddly, I, we wouldn't think comedy writing would lend itself to a greater understanding of the game, but, but it has been for me to mm -hmm. some extent. That's super cool. I think, honestly, I'm going to talk a lot of shit forever. But <laughs> you absolutely crushed it. And like, you, you did really good at this whole thing. Un like, yeah. It was really good. Thank you. I had a lot of fun, and and the sweat was was fun. And when Brad, when Brad, Brad Willis, the brainchild of this whole thing, or um, the or the brains behind it, I should say, the 
he he said like I, I'm we want you because of these reasons and I think one of them was that winning this pass I, I don't mean to like understate the pass because it's a massive pass and I'm mm -hmm. so grateful to be here but like that wasn't it wasn't it the wasn't thing for you yeah, yeah. not like, the driving force no or the driving right. factor you and just it, thought it was a good idea and if you picked like someone who like really if uh, Vogel saying like here you go like win this thing yeah. real slow poker yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um, so this yeah, is bullying that, yeah yeah I heard I, I, I read that whole thing uh, yeah, Kilbane so I think you it. overreacted but anyway um, <laughs> for the record <laughs> for the record for the record uh, and Henry I love you buddy but you're um, also a comedian but the, the yeah I thought that because yeah, because of this, the, the the sort of story was more important. I think that's what why they why they, you guys picked me. Well, and if you guys haven't checked it out, do check out oh. his YouTube Slow Poker. Because I will say, for me, I definitely thought that the space was already saturated even like two years ago or three. I was just I was like, oh, poker vlogs, yay! But like, there's a lot, there's a lot hitting. And when I watched what you were doing, I was like, I cannot believe that he managed to find a space for himself that does not exist, that's like very much his own, that works so well for you and is so interesting. And I, I mean, I think in this day and age, I had just have such kudos for people who can be content creators over and over and over again and still make it so good every time. All you guys, Brian DePaulo, I mean, right. Slow Poker, you're, it's hard, it's so hard. Mm -hmm. Thank you, first of all. I, I forgot to mention one other reason why I started this thing, which is that the, the, sort of the fifth or sixth reason was everyone was so sad during quarantine. And again, I'm not a great poker player, but I, I, I wanted to find an excuse to kind of inject joy. And mm -hmm. I feel like poker players, I mean, a lot of people went through some tough times, yeah. obviously, but I was explaining to my kids this morning because they were like, how many likes and views did you get on blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and they're young kids. And I was like, I, I said, okay, I, I care less about that. But when people come up to me and they say like, oh my God, like that, I was having a terrible week. You made my day. And like, I know that sounds really cheesy, but, but especially during quarantine, poker players who are used to like sitting around a table and just goofing off and having a great time and suddenly are just like trapped in their homes, right. you know, grinding uh, on, on apps. And I just like, I was brainstorming ways to like, how can, how can we inject a, like a smile? Like, and mm -hmm. again, I apologize. It sounds so saccharine, but, but yeah, just, let's just add a little levity. And it is funny because I know I keep, coming back to trolls but people are just like hey you're, you suck you're, you're, you're terrible poker i'm like i think you could probably get by the channel that my goal here is not it, the goal here is to <laughs> right. make people laugh that yeah. is like number one make you yeah. laugh the rest of it is really like there's trolls the everywhere yeah. you just gotta ignore them you know uh, yeah. i've had these conversations too when people will like talk to even just poker players in general or content creators in some sort of space well, they'll say something like, don't you want to have a job that contributes to society or something along those lines? But creating content is a form of contribution, right? Like someone comes up to you and they say, hey, I was having a really shitty day, but watching your videos makes my day. That was one of the, one of the first messages I got after like one of my first videos. I'm going to shout him out, Alan in uh, Texas. He was just like, I had a terrible week and I can't believe I found this. Like, thank you so much. It was like, it's such a, a, a sweet of him to do that. We've been in correspondence ever since. And it's just, you know, it's. Like that would happen for my my career too where people would say and this is like you know where like i'm dying and you made me laugh for one night it's like oh that's awesome right and i'm not saving their life i'm not curing the disease no. they have but like give them a night where they Bring get to like better joy. laugh right. sweet exactly. like that's awesome i contributed one percent but I'll, you know that's it i'll take that honestly yeah. i kind of get that like with this podcast i feel like we get that a lot and it's like it's it's a really good feeling well it's I, like 
I should say that the one thing I told my wife today, because I, I ran into Robbie, uh, I forget his last Straczynski. Mm. And I told my wife, I said, like, Robbie, only friends, like, the amount of, like, levity and, like, joy and happiness and positivity that comes from, I mean, I, poker can be such a toxic, like, sad, like, mm -hmm. head down, I'm pissed off industry that I just love these sort of departures. So kudos to you, kudos to Robbie, like just to add some amount of where it's not just, you know, picking the right spots and, and you know, making exploitative folds. I mean, that's yeah. important, obviously, but, but we can add a little bit of fun. Exactly. Do you still feel sure. motivated to create content a year in? I do, yeah. And I was worried about that. I was worried that I would start to dry up or lose interest. But I, I and I've got, what's fun is that I, I've got content, I've got footage from playing like at the lodge in April that I'm still just like just so eager to put out but I've been you know I the run runner thing took you know took the lead and sure. Hustler Casino took the lead so uh yeah I'm so excited I've got like outlines and outlines ready to roll I'm really I'm really pumped how much is it now a part of your life versus what was the traditional day job before the quarantine um I don't know the percentages but yeah it's not a it's not it's not your full time. Thing. No, no. But uh, and thank thanks to my editor Adam. Uh, shout out to to him. Uh, I'm able to do because that was the one thing that was taking up the most time because I'm not an editor by trade. So he's awesome. So he he joined me. Um, I forget how many episodes ago. So that's nice. But no, there's still a great big part of my life because I, I I write uh, for a living and I have to handle some of that business myself. So yeah, it's I don't know the. the pie chart but yeah I, I i wish i had more time for this but don't and you have kids and oh and i have kids and you know they that's a lot of the pie chart yeah yeah <laughs> especially when everyone is getting sick now oh so, standard yeah no i feel like there hasn't been a week where someone isn't home with the sniffles mm -hmm. Winter. so how was your day one my day one oh, yeah. um so i <sighs> I thought so. I was first of all, I had like a thousand flight delays, and I thought this is this is a not not the best. Different harbinger. day one. Oh, day one poker. Excuse me. Sorry. My <laughs> day one. See, not no, a I meant poker. poker, but poker. Okay. I'm interested in hearing either. No, that's okay. Day one was good. I um, I I I played well, and then I made the mistake of three betting Sam Greenwood. Mm. <laughs> and he's really good yeah he's kind of okay so i was like way over double double starting stack and then uh, he torched me and i i god i really want to know what he had but anyway so what I, did you have what yeah. did i have do you want to know that you yeah, want to know? yeah, yeah. yeah. all right so i think he was under the gun i was in the cutoff this is a bad start to the story go on yeah I know. <laughs> anyway he raised i three bet with tens he called flop was like eight nine deuce rainbow i bet he called Term is a king, which is good for my range. Right. So yeah. I bet and he called, and then he just like donk shoved river. Ooh. And the, and the and the river was pretty insignificant. Um, and I, I really had to tank for a while there too. I just couldn't put him on any. I honestly think he just flopped it. But was the river in like an eight, like a board pairing card? It wasn't a board pairing card. That's the thing where I, I was really close to calling, but it was for my tournament life and. Um, He's really good at applying pressure, and I hate to. I'm revealing this now, right before day two, so uh, <laughs> I will be calling. <laughs> uh, but I, it was hard to find the bluff, and I was, I was. I mean, I think he's. I, I was clearly the table knit. Um, he was folding a lot to me pre-flop, so I, I, I'm pretty sure he he had me, but maybe not. And then he was. That was that was him. That was his tournament life. Pretty much. I think we were pretty even there. Yeah. And now he's healthy, and I'm. 
I'm a, I'm a little above starting, but yeah, he's helping. Which is piles, Jesus Christ! I'm sitting over here thinking about which beach I'm going to go to today, or what water slide I'm going to do. Well, so is he. Uh, as a final fuck you, he did an interview with Sarah yesterday, and just goes, you know, maybe I'm just going to rocket it off so I can go spend some time at the beach with my kids. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I am. I have no oxygen. <laughs> I, again, I don't mean to, to, to diminish the Planet Pass in no. this tournament, um, but I do. Yeah, I, I told Sarah. I, I either want to bust early, you know, not, not, you know, I don't want to bust early. Right. Or I want to cash. Right. Yeah. You don't, yeah. Exactly. But God, like if I, if I make it all through the day and then lose in some stupid way, mm -hmm. I'd be like, God. I, right. I'm curious your experience though, too. This was such, this is such a unique tournament. It's just such a unique tournament. There's so much on the line. There's so much money. There's 400 people that you have no clue who they are, where they're coming from. And then you have 600 and some change, 800 other people who are, more than likely a lot of them sickos and even i saw eric seidel tweeted yesterday like how does anyone even play poker i don't know what is going on anymore and i was just like oh my god if that is eric seidel's experience in this spot god help us what was it what is it like tell us for those who are not there what was the experience like for you i don't know god, there's such weird play like just weird sort of like so you and Eric Seidel are like... Yeah, I, and, and I was trying to ex explain to my kids this morning. They asked me how, I, how I'm doing. I'm like, you know, I'm okay. I'm still, I'm still in. But, you know, the, the I don't want to say who he is, but he's in like the top 10, 15 right say now. It. I won't. But he was to my <laughs> left, and he was playing... Uh, you know, he's going to know. Um, what are, he was making some weird plays with some weird, in some weird spots, and he's doing great. He's healthy. And I was just saying, like, very, I mean, he's doing awesome. And he's just like donking pot, you know donking flop for pot in spots where I clearly have the range advantage. It's just like, I just didn't... Anyway. Um, I think there's a whole new secret form of poker that just the top pros know about. Nobody else so. does yet. And Eric said so. I was faking it so hard. <laughs> yeah, of course. He's he like, knows oh, exactly what's up. Here. I don't yeah, know. Long con. <laughs> Five-day con. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was a senior moment. We all have them. And by we all, I mean, like, you know, me and everybody older. <laughs> <laughs> so you are still in. I'm in. And now you're like committed because you the whole day yesterday is gone. So now you have to win it. Oh yeah, I'll win it. Yeah, don't just get me wrong. It, right. Yeah. And what are you I, gonna do with the five million? <laughs> buy a lot more wigs. Mm. <laughs> good wigs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good wigs. Jesus, I can't. Believe <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Conrad, let it go, man. You would have just torched it all by level what four, five anyway. Yeah. You know, you yeah. got in there. You had your run at it. <laughs> let the man breathe. Let him cook. I don't even know. Did you get a platinum pass somehow? No, no. He just, he just found 25,000 yeah, laying in just, the streets. Right. <laughs> Hi, my name is Conrad, and, you know, I'm Conrad. I'll, I can't I'll be I there. Had, like, I'm Conrad. Three people Buy yesterday who had, got, had multiple platinum passes, and I was just thinking, this is such, I mean, this is, there's a lot of platinum passes out multiple there. I was like, I should have worked passes? harder at this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, like, like they, they won one this year, then they won one this year, or they wild. won two this year, whatever. I, I'm just, I just was thinking, wow, this is probably, people should strategize this. This tournament right. makes me realize that everybody's rich. Hold on. Yes, that's true. <laughs> everybody's rich. That is Too true. much money in the system. B, um, so wait, if you were to win multiple platinum passes, I mean, you're already set for next year. Listen, I don't know, this, I don't know the rules. Oh, my God. I don't God. Run show. We should just, like... Hunt down Slow platinum poker passes. has to go to the bathroom. Me too. <laughs> he's out enough. pretty fast, to be honest. Uh, he's running, but he not doesn't know this. Faster. But we're going to end the show while he's gone. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you running. can't win multiple passes for the same for the same year, as far as I know. Well, okay. I mean, she just said, uh, okay. No, She's saying that they won for consecutive years because yes. Uh, yes. if somebody 
pulled the platinum pass that they added to the mystery bounty. They had to put it back. They had to put it back and try again. Really? That's sad. Good thing that Mike with that dog in him pulled out mm -hmm. the platinum pass. Yeah. Lucky for Mike. Oh, you know how brutal that would be? You pull a $30,000 bounty and they're like, no, 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 put it back. And yeah. then you pull 1K. 1K. Send it back. Like, 1K, 1K, no draw. Sir, I don't think you understand the spirit of the rules. <laughs> I want my I want my dollars for this thing. The mystery is going on. Actual money for it. That's wild. Um, I I do hate to end the show with him not here, but we all got to get ready for day two. Uh, thank you so much to John Slowpoker Poker Poker.org for putting on the runner competition. I really do hope that this becomes a thing. Like I'm not kidding. I I would I would tune in weekly if this were a game show. I would chase the motherfucker yearly. I guess like the problem would be that there would have to be some sort of like backup if they were to make a game show out of this because like what if he what if the person just gets caught like day, day two yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like okay we, we have two episodes this season <laughs> we worried we worried about that we tried for again sure. um but I had a blast sweating it I, I to be honest I wasn't really trying all that hard to find the runner but I was trying as hard as possible to like just be involved mm -hmm. <laughs> like I wanted to I wanted to be uh, adjacent somebody who found the runner yeah uh it seemed like a, a good claim to have um for those of you interested we did announce new academy dates uh we actually changed them they were originally in march uh we had to push them back to april though due to uh conflict of interest with our production team so the new dates now are april 15th to the 18th uh we still have a bunch of seats remaining so if you guys are interested in that, head to solveforwide.io. Oh, he made it back for the Academy. That's so good. Sorry, academy.solveforwide.io. I'm I, here for you, Burke. I have the wrong. I didn't change it. That's fine. It, they know. It's you know? A, they buy now. But if even if they go to solveforwide.io, you know, get yourself a membership. You know, get yourself a two week free trial, and then click Academy, and then get a seat. This is the Le Manager. Yeah. What do I do? Like, John, we tried to end the again? show without you, but yeah, but now he made that you're back. back uh, we, we'll, we'll bid our farewells to you uh thanks so much for being on this uh, it Absolutely. was amazing hearing your backstory was actually awesome i think that uh we don't do a good enough job necessarily of shining a light on the characters in the space so i'm happy you had this opportunity to be the runner and showcase your talents uh i hope everybody spends a little bit of time on your channel that's slow poker on youtube if you guys haven't already go over there subscribe give him a little bit of love uh you know, I'm sorry to all the uh, the bitter ones out there that didn't have a chance to win the Platinum Pass. Hopefully you put it to good use. I've never rooted harder for someone to min cash. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate all that. Thank you for having me on. And yeah, I will do my best to to uh, to min cash. Get that min cash. Do it. That's going to do it for us here today. We'll be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. Potentially a special guest in the works. Or sorry, 10 a.m. Uh, East Coast. Potentially a special guest in the works. We'll let you guys know via social. Check us out there. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you then. Peace. Peace. Peace.